If you're a business leader looking to cut through IT jargon and get straight answers about technology, you're in the right place. We're here to help make tech work for you without talking like a robot. Welcome to Tech Exec, a business leader's guide to technology. Well, Kevin, it is so great to be back in the office finally. It has been quite a year working from home, and it's just great to get back uh, in, into the office and, and away from the house. Oh, man. Tell me about it. You know, uh, I actually had to get online and buy new slippers for the first time in like 10 years because I wore out my slippers working from home. It's time. It's time to get back into the office for sure when you have to buy new slippers. And I think it took me about a week just to even find my work shoes. Things uh, sure did get tucked away while uh, working from home. But now we're back. And uh, and that really brings up today's topic, which is what does coming back to the office look like for employees that have been away for potentially a year or more? First of all, I think things are going to be a lot different, whether that's just people's attitudes or kind of what their workflow is day to day. Then there's also maybe some technical security aspects that are going to be different as we start having people come back in. So when we uh, talk about bringing people back into the office, how do we go about that without creating a bunch of headaches for ourselves and for our employees? Yeah, well, you know, I think, Chris, the the first thing we have to realize is this has been a grand experiment. Uh, We've sent massive portions of our workforce to work from home suddenly for, you know, nearly a year. So we have to realize that there are a lot of considerations in place. It's not the flip of a switch where we say, all right, yesterday we're all work from home and today we're all back in the office again. It has to be planned and structured. And you, you got to go into this knowing how you're going to approach it. And that's how you be successful with this. So for, for us, I think we uh, want to talk about a 60 day plan and what that looks like to bring you and your organization back into the office together. So we start and we're, we're 60 days out. If we decide, you know, let's get things rolling. Let's get back into the office. Day day number one of planning. We're 60 days out. This first month is going to be really busy with a lot of different things. Kevin, what does it look like being 60 days out from bringing people back into the office? Right. So first of all, you have to remember this is cross-departmental, right? It's not just IT that needs to be involved in this. Um, You need to get all of your different stakeholders and departments together. So that includes obviously planning with your IT folks and giving them a heads up. Um, But also you need to work with your HR and then you've got to prepare a communication plan to really bring all of your employees together and and keep everyone in the loop and what's happening. You have to inventory things and figure out what do you have? What did you have a year ago? What's actually going to work for you today? Because the, the difference between what worked a year and ago and what, what worked today could be different. First of all, it's hardware, right? So you have to physically have the things in place that you need to get work done. In doing that, note that uh, your employees may have changed their preferences a little bit. I know for us, a lot of folks are wearing headsets and used to working in a, in a lot more isolation. So changing that dynamic, uh, you're going to have to give them some time to adjust and uh, you may have to help them out and, and get them some different equipment that that they need or, or want to be productive coming back in. And, and so, you know, when you're thinking about hardware, 
it's critical to make a good first impression. You want people to want to come back into the office, uh, whether it's a fancy mouse or a nice keyboard or a good headset or upgrading your computers or monitors. Think about the things that are really going to make a good first impression for your employees as they walk in. Also, you know, aside from the physical things, uh, you also have to make sure that you have updated your policies, your procedures, your employee handbook. We all know that we're living in a new world now. There's new requirements, new things that businesses have to be careful of and watch out for, like I said, from an HR perspective, but also IT security wise. So make sure to follow local guidance for the things related to COVID, but uh, also make sure that you are updating your policies and procedures and employee handbook to accommodate for what is a new reality in terms of IT. Chris, you want to tell us a little bit about that? You know, you talk about taking inventory and, and possibly buying new things. And as a tech guy, that's all sounds like great ideas, but ideas that need to be planned for. So when we're talking about physical assets, we're thinking about things like laptops and desktops. First of all, we got to figure out what do our users even have while they're working from home? Your organization may have sent your employees home with laptops. You may have said, pick up your desktop and go home last March. And it's possible that you don't have a good handle on what's even out there. The first thing I would say that's important is tracking those assets and where they're at and what they are. What's going to happen when our users come back into the office and will we expect them to bring that stuff back? Will we really equip our employees with both a work setup in the office and a setup at home? And those are all things that we got to think about, you know, well in advance. Then when it comes to the office itself, you know, the nature of our work has definitely changed over the last year. Uh, just think about how we do conferences. I, Kevin, have not been to a physical conference in quite a while now. Everything's been virtual through a Zoom meeting or something like that. And so I'm relying more and more on these video chats and things like that throughout the week. That may have an effect on what we need to do for our internet at our office. Not only is our internet good enough, is it fast enough, but what happens when our internet's out and do we have a secondary connection for our internet? So, you know, just from an internet perspective, things have maybe changed quite a bit just in the last year. And we certainly want to get that up to date and where it needs to be before we all come back into the office. Think about two when you went to work from home, how did that affect your phones? So a lot of organizations have traditional what they call PBX style phone systems where in some closet in your building, there's a big box mounted on the wall and that's your phone system. Well, when you go home, that doesn't really work that well anymore. So a lot of organizations have adopted some other more modern type phone system where maybe they can use their cell phone or maybe they have what's called a soft phone where they just use a headset on their computer and they can connect and do everything straight from a computer or web interface for their, their phone system. So what's that going to look like when you come back into the office? I know for us, we had physical phones. Uh, every desk around here had a physical phone on it, and I don't think anybody thought much about that, you know, a year and a half ago. And now as we bring our users back into the office, we're all accustomed to headsets and 
running completely on a computer-based uh, phone system platform. So, so Chris, are you putting phones back on the desks when people come back? Not hardly. Uh, we have a couple users that prefer to have a hard physical phone, but the vast majority, I would say 75% of our employees are not interested in having a phone sitting on their desk anymore. And luckily we're in a position that our phone system has that flexibility, but that's something that every organization is going to need to evaluate. First of all, what does their phone system even support? And is it modern enough to support sort of this in-office or work-from-home hybrid situation? And then, of course, along with that, we have to think about our collaboration systems. So I don't know, Kevin, how many Zoom meetings have you been on in the last year? Pretty much all of them. Pretty much all of them. Yeah, I feel the same way. But, uh, you know, Zoom is huge and there's also Teams or WebEx. And these these are those collaboration platforms that are needed to have these meetings when people are in all different locations. And the important thing here, Kevin, is that your organization really needs to have your own platform set up for this purpose. So some time ago when we dealt with online uh, meetings, you kind of just went with whatever was out there. Maybe, you know, one employee would jump on Zoom, one would jump on WebEx, really no consistency to it. At this stage, uh, it's really important that your business has a preferred platform and can really control those meetings. Um, There's a lot of just different options you'd want to control and maybe even From a compliance perspective, you need to have uh, certain parameters in place around that system. Along with that, just presenting a unified interface to your company for your clients, right? Uh, If if you have employees communicating on behalf of your company through different mediums and platforms, um, then there's no unity there. So it's a part of your branding to make sure that that's consistent. Yeah, and not only that, the user experience behind that platform Uh, You have to expect that your employees may be working off a desktop, a laptop, maybe in a web browser, and oftentimes even on a mobile phone. Platforms like Teams or Zoom, they kind of bring in that consistent experience no matter what platform you're on. So that should keep you pretty busy for the first 30 days or so of preparing to bring your employees back into the office. So tell us about what comes next. Right. So After you've decided what you want, and then you have to obviously start purchasing the things you want if it's hardware, it's time to start implementing a communication strategy. So 30 days out, you need to start giving your staff a heads up about what are the new policies going to be? When are we going to open? How are we going to open? Is it going to be hybrid or is everybody coming back into the office full time? How does this affect your remote hires who have been working from home and will continue to work remotely after this? So what's what's essential when you're communicating with staff is you have to build excitement about this. You want this to be a coming home event, not now our employer is forcing us to come back into the office when we don't want to. Got to make some hype there. 30 days in, you need to start implementing the physical changes. Hopefully at this point, uh, you've received, you know, uh, UPS has stopped by and brought you some of the stuff that you ordered. And it takes time. For your IT professionals and otherwise, uh, maybe you're using furniture installers, maybe you've uh, made some facilities changes or installing some some cubicles to make it more COVID friendly, whatever the case may be, you have to budget time to actually make those changes before your employees come back. And then as you're communicating to staff, 
seed some advocates. Get some people in your corner. You want to know well in advance that uh, there are some people involved in this process who are going to be champions for coming back to the office and uh, really help drive the communication that this is a positive thing and uh, something that that everybody can be excited about getting back together. All right, so we're T minus 30 days to the great return. And obviously a big part of that is having your IT house in order. So Chris, what support, what information do you need from the executives at your company to to be prepared and, and have things go off without a hitch from an IT perspective? Kevin, I would say basically everything. So many decisions get made often in organizations and they kind of just remotely involve IT or that seems to be the case. And then when it, you know, it's time to implement them and IT doesn't know anything about what's going on, oops, all of a sudden there's a power requirement or they need network cables somewhere where they're not. And so the more that you can involve IT, the better. So, you know, when we're thinking about the changes for the great return, we're talking a lot about that equipment. So UPS is going to show up with a lot of things and it may be furniture, but it's probably also things like new computers, uh, maybe new laptops, webcams, headsets. There's a lot of equipment that really needs to go through IT. A, a lot of times webcams and headsets may need some configuration to set them up. You might be getting new monitors and believe it or not, one chore with new monitors is just making sure that the connection types are compatible with the uh, computers themselves. Or if you have laptops, you might have docking stations that you need to have placed at your uh, different workspaces. So there's a lot of little things that kind of make a big difference. I would imagine when you walk into your office and you've got these great new monitors, you'd probably want them to actually work with your computer, right? Yeah, and I want my internet to work too. Uh, at home, I just recently upgraded my internet connection because it just wasn't sufficient for work from home. How are we going to deal with that in the office? Well, like I had mentioned, you know, it's important that you evaluate maybe what's changing with your Internet usage so that you're ready when people come back into the office. And especially when we're talking about things like phones, where you have that real time communication or even video chats, you need to make sure that the quality of your Internet is sufficient for those things, which might mean you're upgrading to fiber. Now, we want to talk about this early on in the process because sometimes those internet circuits can take a while to come into play. But here we are maybe 30 days out, and hopefully by this point our internet's been ordered and it's being delivered. But even once your internet provider comes in, installs their new connection and leaves, there's still a lot of work to be done. So that is that is not the ending point. So you need to work with your IT people to connect that Internet in through your own security system. So your your firewall, make sure that everything is secure when it's connected, make sure it's tested. And those things take a little bit of time. So you don't want to wait too long on them. The other thing is it's really important that you get these internet changes done before your users come back into the office. Otherwise, you'll be fighting maintenance windows and things like that, where you have to boot everybody off the internet. That can be really tough to do during the day, even just for five minutes. So you want to get all these things taken care of before you have a bunch of your employees back in the office. One last thing I want to mention is your Wi-Fi system. So this can get overlooked because we all just assume that Wi-Fi is going to work. But you really need to plan for potential changes there as well. Are you going to be doing more activities on mobile devices now that you're back in the office? 
Maybe you'll be running more video chats from your cell phones, or maybe your cell phones will replace your traditional handsets for your phone system. And all those things rely on fast Wi-Fi that's very reliable. And so this is a great time to add some access points if you need to, possibly a low investment for a high return for users being able to work all throughout your facility. So now we're getting closer to the great return of our employees to the office. We're at about 14 days out, just a couple weeks. What are we looking at now, Kevin? All right. In the in the last couple of weeks leading up to bringing your folks back, consider a soft opening. Bring in your key personnel. Bring in those people who you expect to be the cheerleaders for this return and uh, do a trial run. Start with some some small scale operations, bug test, work out any issues you're going to have and know what you're going to be dealing with when the time actually comes. This also gives some of your employees a chance to acclimate so that come day one, they aren't having to uh, deal with everything that that the rest of your staff is going to. In the tech world, we would call these the beta testers. Got to bring in those beta testers. And then once you beta tested, then, you know, fast forward one, give them a week, fast forward one week. And now we're seven days out, seven days out. At this point, we need to be re-communicating with staff. That email you sent three weeks ago is not enough. So at this point, you're asking staff, hey, is there anything else you need in preparation for the day. Here's expectations. Here's things that are going to happen that day, the timing around that. And here's what kind of snacks and drinks we're going to bring in. Most importantly, are you telling me that not everyone read and comprehended the original message that you sent out? The one email that you sent out that got filed away automatically with the rest of the emails that you sent them? No, I'm going to say not. Yeah, definitely not. And so You know, for that reason, not only do you need to be communicating out as the business leader or the executive, you need to have other staff and and managers or, or directors or whatever else talking about this and reminding and preparing for this day. Make it a big day. Build the hype and look forward to it yourself. Uh, it's exciting to bring people back in and see everybody in person after after not for a long time. But make sure that everyone else is excited about it, too. OK, Kevin, so we're finally here. The big day, the great return. This is an all hands on deck moment. That's right. Dust off the coffee maker and let's get started. Listen, the timing of this is important. You, you don't want have everyone coming in 8 a.m. on a Monday morning after being gone for a year, right? So from an IT perspective, what do we need to be prepared for here? Well, we need to be prepared for a really busy day, uh, a day that probably isn't going to be super productive either. Let's plan for a day where we don't have anything but the bare essential workload, and let's ease our users back into working from the office. From a technology side of things, we are going to be acclimating users to whatever equipment changes are taking place. So they may walk into a new desk with a new desktop or laptop or something like that, and some users will think that's great and jump right in, and some will be intimidated by those changes. So it's important from an IT perspective that we are there to hold their hand as they need throughout the day and to acclimate to the new technology. 
Yeah. And, and so let's make sure that we've got some candy on the desk so we can give people something to do if they're sitting waiting to get logged in or they can't figure out how their new keyboard works or whatever. But just little things like that go a long way in making people feel comfortable and and also just set your expectations. Know that come day one, not everyone is going to feel 100 percent productive. It's going to take a little bit for them to get back into the swing of things. They had to get up earlier. They had to shower and put on uh, actual work clothes and leave the house and leave it early to get to work on time. So all those things add up and people aren't used to that anymore. Just make them comfortable. Right. And in no time, that first day is going to be over. However, that's not the end of it. The next day they'll be coming back. And where do we go from there? Right. And there's going to be things that go well and there are going to be things that go wrong. So what's critical after that first day is that we assess and adapt, prepare in advance and, and have a survey ready for people. It can be as simple as something on paper or you can use something like SurveyMonkey or whatever, but just get feedback from your employees and ask them how it's going. You know, ask them if they they have something that they need to be productive that they don't have currently. And also, as you're doing that, Make sure to continue to frame this presence, this in-person option and the facility that you've invested in as a benefit. This is something that not all of their peers have the benefit of in their current employment. So you got to remember this is something that you're offering to your employees that they can be proud of and that they can use to their advantage. So from an IT perspective, though, what does one week and beyond look like, Chris? Well, when we talk about day one, we're talking about functional. Can we get our employees in and doing the bare minimum they need to get their job done? Can they log into their computer? Can they get to their email? Can they open their main software? As we move into week one and beyond, we're looking to optimize the experience. So there may be little tweaks and preferences that we need to change that aren't, you know, majorly affecting our users, but are nice things to have or things that improve productivity a little bit. They may be settings on the printer or they may be optimizing how the users have their screens laid out, things like that. Then we also need to move outside of just supporting our users from an IT perspective and looking at more of a holistic view. So we're going to have equipment that has come back from users' homes. We need to really assess the inventory of that, make sure that it's in good shape, make sure that it is what we expect it to be. And also, it's a good time for us to kind of refresh and re-image computers that may have been out in the field. While they've been out of the office, we don't really know all that has taken place There could be kids that have loaded games on the computers. There could be malicious material on the computers. We don't want to just blindly connect that equipment back up to our internal network. That's definitely a security concern. And so we really want to have a process for all the equipment that is coming back into our office to make sure it's secure, make sure it's clean and make sure it's suitable for continued use. And as part of that, we may decide that it's time to cycle out some of the old inventory as we bring in the new technology into our business. Out with the old and in with the new as we start to transition back to working in the office with our staff and our employees. So from here, what have we discussed? First of all, it's time to start building your 60-day plan today. You need to engage staff early and often. You need to make sure your technology folks are involved in the process and that it is a structured and planned process. And then lastly, make it exciting. Be excited to come in 
and see people in person again. Remember, technology is a powerful tool and it's your responsibility to use it well. Thanks for listening to Tech Exec, a business leader's guide to technology. Looking for more information about today's topic? Visit techexecpod.com for show notes or to set up a consultation with the Tech Exec Duo. If you've enjoyed our show, please rate and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. And as always, we're here to help make technology work for you. See you next time.